0: and welcome to Story You Talk Radio. I'm your host, Coach Debbie, and I am delighted that you have reserved this hour to spend with me. Today, we are going to get into a topic that I really love to talk to my private clients about, and this topic is your originality. So many times when people come to me and they they have a legacy story they want to create, they have some sort of speech they need to put together, or it's just really their time to step deeply into that next chapter of their real life. They're doing something big. They want a professional life coach to support them and offer guidance the thing they forget is that this is all about your originality. It's not about who you're going to copy or who you're going to imitate, even though it might be a good idea to watch others. You want your brand, your identity, you, you want to stand out. Your originality is gold. And a lot of you don't know that until you're deeply in it and proud of it. But I want to point out to you that once people see your goal, they're aware that there's only one you. Only one you. There is only one you. I'm just going to say that all throughout the show. There is only one Mick Jagger. There's only one Elton John. There was only one Michael Jackson. There's only one Gandhi, I think. (laughs) I should actually check that. Is, Is that name used over and over again? I don't think so. I think Mahatma Gandhi was an original. There's only one. You are an original and your originality is your gold. It's what makes you stand out. So you want to be coming up with your words, your way, your style, your delivery. All of that is sewn together into your originality. And we're going to take some different approaches of how we can study this over the next 50 minutes that we're together. I would gladly take your calls and your questions today. You can call into the radio show at 1-888-298-5569. We just need your first name. And I promise if you're still working on your originality, it's it's just going to be this intimate conversation between me and you. And the example of it will really help those who are listening in. They can't see you. You have a a lot of privacy. And yet, if you're willing to talk to me about what's going on, I can give you some fast and furious tips to lead you out of any darkness and back into your shiny gold light. And I'd be happy to do that. The number is one. 888-298-5569. And Rob, I just want to say I saw your question on Facebook earlier today. So you, you will be first. Uh, Very good question, by the way. We're looking at this topic of originality. And what so many of us tend to do is we look to the people that we admire and we, we look at what bits of them we might copy. So let's let's think for a moment that when we copy, we're as far as we can get from being original. But there's a little tiny piece in copying someone that works in your favor. So, this is what I want to say about copying. If you, let's say your branding is around the fact that you are a solo singer. And let's say for your whole life, you've thought that Mick Jagger was the greatest thing on earth. And his runner up maybe is Tina Turner. Uh, Let's say you're a man. So, you want to imitate. Mick Jagger, far more than you want to imitate Tina Turner. But what you feel would really, really make your brand and your singing and your ability to stand out is if you could move like the wiry free spirit that Mick Jagger has been for, God, what, 60 years now? I mean, he just doesn't ever change from what we expect him to be. It doesn't matter how many years he gains. He is still on stage, just like a wiry teen. Now, let's say you wanted to copy his freedom. That will serve you well. But if you try to copy his steps and the exact things he says, and the exact way he poofs his hair, and and uh, his grit, the the funny things he does with his facial expressions. If you get into the specifics of what he's up to, and you start copying, well, then you've lost your originality. But on the other hand, if his inspiration moves you, moves you to be as free as you can be. And it makes you watch him. And it makes you adopt freedom, not the way he does it, but the way you do it, that will serve you. And that is the only way that copying will serve you is if there's a certain tone or a certain idea that someone does so wonderfully, and you can capture it in a big abstract word like, I love Mick Jagger's freedom on stage. If you can be general like that, that's going to push you into your own originality, (laughs) originality, originality, You're going to find your own gestures, your own expressions, your own phrases, your own way of being. And it was all because you were inspired by that big overarching freedom that you saw in a guy like Mick Jagger. You understand in this? You never, never, never want to go and take the specific things that others have created to develop their own brand and their own originality. But what you want to do is notice that the people before you, they had something going on. And generally speaking, you feel something good when you watch them. If you can put your finger on that feeling, like the freedom that you see when you watch Mick Jagger, that'll take you far and that'll keep you from being a copycat and allow you to really expand into being truly original. And that's going to show off your gold, what people remember you for. That's what I want to encourage you to do today. So I hope already we're starting to inspire you to think about Ooh, how might my brand be really, truly original. I don't want you to confuse original with ordinary. I'm often hearing people, especially when I sit down with people and we do one-on-one coaching, they'll say, I don't I don't want to be just any old buddy though. And originality is not that. Ordinary is, but originality is your particular spice, your particular way of expanding into more and more you, the way you love to do what you do, whether you're a singer whether you're a coach, whether you're a speaker, whether you're a trainer, whether you're an uncle, whether you're a woodworker, whether you're a mechanic, whether you're a cook, whether you're a flight attendant, anything. I remember this one flight attendant I had, oh gosh, maybe maybe late 90s, somewhere in there. And he was just this flamboyant, fun character. I will always remember him. I think in terms of height, he must have maybe he came up to my shoulder at best. And I'm, I'm five foot five. So a, a little under average for typical height. And yet this flight attendant, as he would move up and down the aisles and Offer you coffee or your oh favorite shenanigan drink or whatever it was you wanted, he would be humming show tunes. And there was this point where we had um we had warnings on that flight that there might be some. Was it? What's that word when the plane bumps around? Somebody help me here. Turbulence, I think it's called. We had a little warning that there might be some turbulence, and um, immediately a couple babies started to cry, and you could see some worry on people's face. And I remember how he got in the aisle, and he just opened up his throat and sang this beautiful show tune. I, I think it was from the, the show Annie about uh, uh, when the sun comes out tomorrow, something about that. Um, but he sang this beautiful, beautiful song. And I was pretty close to the back of the plane and his voice was booming. It was beautiful it changed how we felt. And what I want to say to you is this was his original style of not only being a fabulous singer, <laughs> but also he, he was working for the airline, but he was comforting us. He was getting us to not think about the turbulence ahead, but to bring our attention back to the sunshine coming out tomorrow, actually in the next moment, by just blaring out this wonderful tune. And for being a man of about probably four feet, 10 inches tall, I'm gonna guess, I don't know, um, he he had a heck of a voice. One thing I also remember about him was this endless smile that was on his face. He was 100% original. He did his own thing. Nothing got in his way. He just sang. He hummed. He was joyful. And that really is his gold. While I remember that he doesn't stand as tall as your typical man. What I love about him, what I would as his friend, I would want to experience again and again and again and again is his original talent and his ability to express it. And sometimes I wonder if that in any way got started with any sense of insecurity that he was not seen enough. I don't know. I didn't get to have a conversation with him. But the way he chose to be seen in the world was through his big, bright, vibrant singing. Very talented, very fun. Just a contagious uh, disposition. So originality is not ordinary. Not ordinary in any way. And it doesn't have to be that you are the best opera singer in order to have the right to open your mouth and sing publicly. Nobody said that was true. It's not that you have to be the best to be original, it's that you have to say, I honor myself and my talent and my gifts, and I want to share them therefore, I'm going to be original. Before we go to our first break, I want to just land a few synonyms on your ears for you to just contemplate while we have our break. Originality is similar to the idea of being really fresh, being very individuated, Being ingenious, being innovative, being spirited. Some even say it is a way of being resourceful. It is the height of your creativity. It is your brilliance. It is your way of sharing your boldness. It is how you step out and you dare yourself. It is your imagination, your own non-conformity, your novelty, your invention. Listen to all of that. How do you feel hearing all those synonyms I gathered for you today on originality? If you identify with only one of those, you are ready to step even deeper into being more and more original. You don't have to be a singer, like my flight attendant friend that I met on that flight. It's been well over 20 years since I took that flight, and it is a very fond memory for me. Let's dive into your originality when we come back after this break. Stay tuned, my friends. We'll be right back. Raising awareness, touching hearts, and saving animals' lives. Working hard to put a smile on your face. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to Story U Talk Radio. If you're just tuning in, we're talking today about your originality. Your originality is truly your gold. It is that which you create from. It is the brand that people see in you. It is your personality, your character. It is what makes up you. It comes back to your talents, your resources, your skills. It's that stuff people think of when they think of you. It matches up oftentimes people will say to me when I come to like a party they'll they'll greet me with with a funny phrase like here's our storyteller I'll hear that before someone will say hi debbie they'll say here's our storyteller because that's part of my originality or for those of you who don't know me I'm I'm very very blonde um, and so sometimes people will, greet me with that. And they'll say, there's our, our local blondie. I used to not like that one bit, but I've come to hear that as, you know, something that I've never changed. It's, it's part of my identity. It's what people see. I have a friend that, that refers to me as her word connoisseur. I love that. I think that's so fun that when she's really looking for words and she's writing her marketing or she's getting ready for a speech, I always know I'm going to get a call from her and we're going to sit down and wordsmith the latest thing she's up to. I like being known for that. My brother sometimes will say, and the radio hostess is in the room. I like that. I enjoy being known for the things I take certain pride in and that I am original about. I'm very original about my storytelling. I like to help people build their futures with storytelling. So what ways are you allowing yourself to be original, to do it in You know, maybe just one-to-one with a friend, maybe then work into a small circle, maybe a broader circle after that, maybe even from the smallest stage or a huge stage after that. What ways do you let people see your originality? It is your gold. It is what will help people remember you. It's oftentimes, if you have a business especially, it will attract a lot of uh, income to you because when people need exactly what you've got and you're memorable, you're the one they're going to call. So it allow being original just really allows you to live in a much more expansive way. So now let's just go through some of the steps here. When I say original, I want you to be original, there's probably certain feelings that come up right away. You might right away feel a little bit alone. You might feel like you have a lot that you must study first before you could be original. You can't be original yet. First, you must study. You must do your research. You must be thinking you you might even be thinking that um, you have to really copy a pro before you can get out there and sort of imitate what they're up to. What What I want to enforce here is the idea that since you have your own talents, you have your own gifts you have your own resources. You likely have just about, if not everything, just about everything you need to start expressing yourself today from a place of being original. Right now. Right now. Now, Some of the things that come up, people say, well, I I don't really have the money to put myself out there. Well, what if we took that obstacle away and said, you don't need the money. You don't need today to have a live podcast and the money for it. What if at the dinner party you're going to tonight, you were just your original self, your honest self? You might say, well, I don't I don't know if I have the courage to uh, go out and listen to music and um, and ask if I can sit in. I just I don't know if I have that courage. Well, what if you went out and you said to one person in the room that, you know, I would really enjoy sitting in will you let the band know for me? And by them doing that and them calling you to the stage, you are being asked to show your originality from that stage. Maybe it just seems too confronting to go to the band and say, hey, guys, can I play? But if you're looking around the room and you know that they allow sit-ins you can say to someone that knows the band hey will you see if they might uh you know need a keyboardist to come and sit in i'd i'd love to do that if they would like that they're likely to call you up i used to in the 90s uh follow a boyfriend everywhere who played keyboards and i noticed that while he was so original and so talented on the keyboards, he had his own way of playing and really relating to the audience. He didn't like going up to the band and saying, can I play? Can I sit in? He just didn't like it. And so he would often find someone in the room that he knew and just say, hey, you know, let the guys know if if they want someone on keyboard, I'm here. I'm here. I'm just sitting here with Debbie and having a nice time. But if they want someone, I'll sit in. And he was always delighted when they'd bring him up. Now, what I always noticed was that the keyboardist who was leaving the stage compared to my guy who was coming up on stage, they had their own style. They had their own way of relating to the piano. They were each Original. And the audience enjoyed both. I mean, consider this. When an audience gets together to listen to music, it's not that there's only one band that the audience has ever loved. There's all kinds of bands and band members that we love. So get out there and express your originality. Even if you're thinking, I don't know if I've got the money. I don't know if I've got the courage. I don't know if I have uh, if I'm rubbing elbows yet with the right people. Use what you've got. Use the guy that that's sitting next to you, and just say, you know, would you let the band know I'm available? Use your your connection with other podcasters and say, hey. I don't really have the money yet to start my own but I'd love to be a guest on yours. When when you put yourself out there you will be invited into the circle to share what is original to you. I want you to also think about this. Instead of focusing on what you think you don't have I want you to also consider that you control many, 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 many things about your talent, but the one thing you don't control is timing. Now, the reason I bring up timing is because when we're being very original, when we're really adopting our own brand, our own way of doing something, we tend to get ideas of how soon we would like things to manifest. So for example, I once interviewed someone that was putting out his second book. And because it was his second book, he had experience, of course, going with the first book. And turns out that one went smoothly. The second one, not so smoothly. And because the deadlines with the editor and the deadlines with the distributor and all of that kept getting pushed back and that meant he had to cancel his book tour and they had to reschedule and all this stuff was going on. He just decided that this meant the book was going to fail. And I really... In the first few conversations, I couldn't talk him out of this to save my life. He was just like, no, this was supposed to happen in January, and that was supposed to happen in February. And here we are in May, and nothing is, you know, he was just really upset. But lo and behold, July or August, somewhere in the dog days of summer, that book tour was up and going. And he sold three times as many books on that tour as he had with his first publication that had gone so smoothly. And what was his big takeaway? That he couldn't control time. We can't control timing as much as we want to. But here's the magic of it all. If you can stay in your original talents and really feel into the fact that, well, in his case, you know, I've created this book. I'm now just waiting for the editors and the distributors and all of this magic to come together so that that book tour can launch. I'm just waiting. If you can actually turn that timing over, In 12 steps, we call this, if you can surrender to the fact that you do not control the hands of time, you're gonna save yourself so much pain, so much insomnia, in my case, so much struggle, because you were never able to control time. The only thing you can really do is express your talent your way. So when you bring your talent to a project like writing a book, you might need a little bit of money and a little bit of courage, but you're also going to need to realize where you don't have the money, you're going to have to be creative. Maybe get on someone's podcast where you don't need to spend any money. You're going to have to be courageous, ask someone to introduce you so you don't have to introduce yourself. But really, this one is really key. You're going to have to release the fact that not only do you not have control of time when you're expressing yourself originally, you don't have control of time ever, ever. And I think we tend to forget that when we're being bold and courageous and, and we're being imaginative and creative and we're expressing and and we're trying to do all these things. If they don't happen on our desired timeline, we rewrite the story and we typically go to that place of it's not working. And I bet it's not working because I'm not like Mick Jagger. And I bet I should have been born on the same day of Elton John if I ever really wanted to be a pianist and a singer. And I bet I should stop listening to Story U and all her wild and crazy ideas. No, you don't want to do that. Don't do that. You want to realize that there are these there are these ideas in our head. If I'm really being original, it's. False to think that that's going to give you godlike powers where you can control something like time. You can't. You can't control timing, but you can stay in the game of being original, of expressing yourself and surrendering that timing is not up to you. Your originality is up to you. So while you've got some time on your hands, Go find a podcast where you can be a guest. While you've got some time on your hands, go to a book reading and listen to someone else. Notice how they're being original. Look at your takeaway from them doing their book reading. I was at a book reading of W.S. Merwin. Do you know that poet? Oh, man, he had presence that was my number one takeaway was that i was compelled compelled to not only watch him intently the whole time but listen intently i don't think i moved the entire time he read his poetry and addressed the audience he had a sense of presence that was my takeaway i have my own sense Of presence. It's not like W.S. Merwin. It will never be like W.S. Merwin. But he influenced me to tap into the idea of what is Coach Debbie's own essence when I want to be present with my audience. What is my essence? That's what you want to be doing. You want to Look to others if you need an example. Notice that big overarching theme. Is it the way that they are so free? Is it the way that they are so present? Is it the fact that they're so comedic? If there's something around that that sparkles you, find the way that you do it. If you steal all of Jerry Seinfeld's jokes, people are going to be on to you. They're not going to like that you're stealing from dear Jerry Seinfeld. I'm not going to like it either because I think he's a master of comedy. But if you go and you see Jerry Seinfeld and you're like, you know what? I really, really like the way he works the room. I like the way he holds eye contact. I like the way he is able to offer that joke and then wait, really just allow the bubbling of laughter to begin. If you like his style, notice how you have the ability to create your own style, just like he did. And it'll be much better that you create your own as opposed to copy his. There's a big difference between being inspired by someone and copying them. So I'm recommending take some time to go and to be around those that inspire you. But always know that the reason people come to see you want to be around you, it's because of your originality. All right. I want you to think about that while I go and find Rob's question. I know it's here somewhere, Rob. Stay tuned. We're going to come right back. Are you ready to venture off the beaten path, expand your mind, raise your consciousness and open your heart? Allow me to entice you with interviews with amazing souls from around the world, indulge in history, mystery, science, and spirituality. There's weekly skin tips, live esoteric readings, and answers to life's burning questions. So come join me, Sakura, your host, intuitive medium, and spiritual hypnotherapist, each Wednesday at 2 to 3 p.m., right here on KKNW for Love from the Hip. Every person with a disability deserves equity in education, employment, and their community. Sherwood Community Services takes pride in serving all people with disabilities and their families since 1957 including in rural areas and non-native English-speaking communities. Sherwood provides service in Snohomish, Skagit, and Island counties. Sherwood is open for referrals for telehealth and virtual support for children and adults with disabilities. To find out more, visit SherwoodCS.org. Sherwood, believing in abilities. Real people, real life, real radio. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. Today we're talking all about your originality. Now, something that I just love, 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 love to do is I love to sit across from a client that says, you know, I'm looking at my years past and I want to do things differently. As soon as a client says that to me, I start to feel really inspired because I know we're going to get creative. As soon as a person says they want to do things differently, we have like this blank canvas in front of us, whether it's real or just something we're imagining. There's all sorts of directions we can go. Now, I help people with their books, their blogs, their brands, and their speeches. But I'm a master level certified life coach. I studied with Alan Cohen in Hawaii in all of his programs, including his advanced programs. And I've been coaching people for 10 years. So while I help people with their books, their blogs, their brands, and their speeches, What I do 75% of the time, if not more, is I help people with what's next in their life. And it's usually because of something that I can see the metaphors in, like the person wants to up-level their game. So there's something about their character they would like to up-level. Or they would like to up-level their situation. So there's something in their reality plot that they want to change around. Or there's, there's a lot of entanglement going on. So there's drama. Now, because I've studied literature and such for many years, and I taught 22 years at the college, I also love to bring that to my life coaching skills. So I have an invitation for you. If you're thinking that as this year ends or as the next year begins, there's some sort of originality and up-leveling and changing. There's some sort of desire you're ready to see in your life. I want to invite you to what I'm going to call the membership. I'm probably going to expand that title over time, but right now, the membership with Coach Debbie is a one year offering. It's just a little bit over a dollar a day. And when you pay for your membership in full for the year, what you'll do is be invited to things beyond this radio show and, of course, the recorded podcasts. So when I offer some, classes, you will be invited to those and you will also receive the recording in case you can't make it. Or when I have a a public event, you will be invited to those and possibly even invited to sit at my VIP table. There will be these invitations that come to you all throughout the year. And the purpose of that is to continuously bring you all year content that's going to help you up level in any aspect of your life. You don't need to be writing a book or a speech or a podcast to qualify. What you need to be doing is becoming the truest, realist, most original author of your own life. And how do you do that? You lean into your real desires and you start to get really creative so that they happen. Now, I just want to tell you that I was, before I ever did radio, my my first radio appearance was 2011. Is that right? I think that, yeah, yeah. So we've been here a while. Uh. All I could do was show up and be me because I didn't have experience. But I knew I had talents. What I didn't know was what will be my originality. So I had a life coach that helped tease out what is it about me that I have real talent in and I can support others. And what I found is that I just see life as stories that we write and we rewrite and we expand into that's how i see life i help people when they look at their past do some rewriting of their past so that they have the courage and the confidence to move into their future now you might say rewrite your past you mean draw a big thick black line through it no but What I do mean is a lot of the times when we look at our past, we don't bring any originality to it. Sometimes a person will look at their past and they'll say, well, I was married for 20 years and for the last five, I've been divorced. So, you know, for the last five, I've lived in this failure of divorce. Well, if you think the last five years have been a failure, we need to get in there and do some rewriting. And we might not be able to say that the last five years have been a success, but what we want to say is something that's more truthful, that is more honest, that's going to allow you to feel free, that's going to allow you to own that decision you made, which was to part with your beloved And that's going to allow you to start to grow a new set of wings so that you don't necessarily just get away, which is what a lot of people want, but so that you get into your real desires. Most of us don't want to just fly away. Most of us actually want to be living on purpose with a sense of originality. When we want to get away, it's because we just want some huge relief from the stress, but that has everything to do with the words and the way we think about the situation. It doesn't actually have that much to do with the situation because we conjure that. So it might sound a little tricky just getting the little sound bite of it here. But what I want to encourage you to think about is that there's a whole year in front of you, 2023, a whole year in front of you, where if you choose, you could be deeply supported at just a little over a dollar a day. And by paying for that annual membership, Not only will you have access, of course, to this show and the recordings, as you already do, but we're going to up-level that so you can have recordings to classes, you can have invitations to come to live classes, and to even come to some of these live events where I welcome you as the VIP or where we have uh, what we call virtual retreats where we're on Zoom on a Saturday or a Sunday and we really really look at some topic where we need to nurture ourselves so that our originality starts to just shine shine in its gold essence you don't you don't ever want to get to the end of a year and say well that year just sort of passed me by mm. You want to feel very intentional. You want to feel like you were a part of your year, if not a shiny and original being in your year. That's what I love to help you do. Now, publicly here, I need to offer an apology to Rob because you sent in the most brilliant question this morning and I failed to write it down. And I just can't figure out where the heck it is. (laughs) So I'm sorry, because as soon as I find it, I'll respond to you personally, but I will also bring it to next week's show. And I will make sure, make sure that we give attention to that. Thank you, Rob, for sending in your question. With just this little bit of time we have left, I want to leave you with a few ideas about what it's like to honor the fact that you are an original. You're just as original as Mick Jagger is. You're just as original as Elton John is. You might not be offering all the flash and all the publicity of it as of yet, but those are two icons from my childhood that I have watched probably... I want to say I was like seven years old when I first became aware of Elton John and these big white framed glasses. And uh, I want to say he had like a peacock costume. He was sitting at a white grand piano. I was a student of piano. He completely caught my attention. Same with Mick Jagger, completely caught my attention. Tina Turner has my full attention. Authors galore as I grew up, my full and complete attention. And you too have people that you have watched and watched and watched. And what you've noticed, whether you've really taken it in deeply or not, is that there's a sense of originality about them that keeps you coming back. You are a diehard fan you love the way they show up. there's something about them whether it's their freedom, whether it's their their shininess, whether it's it could be just about anything but regardless, when you can put it under a big umbrella like I did with Mick Jagger and say, you know, I love how free spirited he is and then, Start to point the finger toward yourself and say, the only reason I could love a free spirit is because I have a certain amount of free spirit or compliments of a free spirit in me. How would I like to bring that out? How will that look coming from me? What would I love to do most? And really think about that. What's going to stand out for you? A lot of times people will give me little presents at Christmas time, little little tokens of generosity that are so meaningful to me. And time and time again, they are lavender or purple in color. Now, that is a color that I take everywhere with me it's it's one of my colors and so when people think of me they tend to think of a vibrant purple or a soft lavender and they'll give me a gift in that color i love it it goes completely along with how i like to express myself whether it be a banner for a logo or a blazer that i wear somewhere i love my purple. I love that Rose gave me a purple scarf. It's beautiful. I wear that so many places. I love my purple slippers with little chocolate icons on them. By the way, I love chocolate too, any color chocolate. And those were from Tim. I love my purple, purple pen that was given to me by Barbara. There are so many things I have that people have said, the minute I saw this, I thought of you, that's originality, that's originality at work. So it could be a color, it could be just about anything, could be glasses, could be tie dye, could be so many things. And that's what you want. You want to realize that your originality is particular to you, but you can pull from a massive pool and try all kinds of things on until you find what really, really fits with you. I hope this topic has served you, my friends. Originality really is your gold, it is how you express yourself it is how people remember you, it is how you are endeared to others. So don't hold it in, let yourself express your originality. And think about my membership. If you want to get in on that right now, go to CoachDebbie.com, that's D-E-B-B-Y, CoachDebbie.com, and click on subscribe so I can have your email. That will allow you to get the newsletters and the links and all of the early bird specials for anything you might like to sign up for. I promise you I am here on Thursdays. I'll be back next Thursday, 4 o'clock PM with a brand new topic for you. Until then, namaste, my friends.